If you could go back 20 years and tell your younger self one thing, only one thing, what would that be? I open up the show with that question because I had the honor of being a guest on Stacking Benjamin's podcast. This is one of the biggest shows in the money space. Like it, it, it was a complete honor. I'll tell you in a second how I got on that podcast. Um, but but I open up this question because it is a really good question. And what was what was fun is I was on with a bunch of money legends that let's just say had a couple more years on me, and so they could go back twenty years and tell their younger self something. I would be like four or five years old, so that maybe uh, wouldn't be as relevant to me. But it was fun because we all had a little bit different perspective. I got to t- share my story. I got to talk a little bit about some money principles, and then I also at the near the end I got to talk about this concept of oh, so many people are diversifying their impact by not investing in the things that they truly care about. And I was just like, it was just a fun conversation. And I'm just so incredibly grateful for Joe and the whole team allowing me to be a part of that. Uh, I, I hope it's not the last time I get to, to have conversations like that with them because it was a total blast. So I would encourage my entire audience, whether you're listening to this or watching this on YouTube, to go in the description and go and listen to their full episode. Listen to the full episode. And uh, one thing that podcast hosts love is hearing from new listeners. And so if you can reach out to them and just, just share with them your biggest takeaway, that would mean the world to not just me, uh, but I know that would mean a ton to Joe and their entire team. So a couple things that I I want to just say, and then this this episode is going to be some of the highlights, um, some of the few highlights from the podcast as it relates to some of the answers that I gave. And again, I want everyone to to check out the full episode. We referenced the article "34 Mistakes on the Way uh, to 34 Years Old" by Ryan Holiday, and this guy is an amazing writer, articulates a lot of uh, good life principles, and that's kind of how we opened up this whole conversation and and there's so many nuggets. I'm not I'm not going to give you all the nuggets here because I want you to watch the full episode, but it, it was just really really good. It makes you think and it makes you just realize that life is very much about failing forward and and learning from mistakes and not making the same mistake over. One thing I want to leave you uh, before I transition into how I got on the podcast is a smart person learns from their own mistakes. And I hope every single person like that's the bar. If you make a mistake, I hope that we can bounce out of it and learn from that. But a wise person learns from other people's mistakes and doesn't have to make that same mistake. And, and the reason that I create content, the reason that so many people like Joe create content is, is our hope is to inspire and to encourage um, people to maybe not have to make the same mistake that Joe made or I made and, and be able to uh, accelerate further and, and maybe avoid some heartache or some, some money problems because uh, of, of the content that's created. And so it's just something to think about it. A wise person uh, learns from other people's mistake. I hope everyone can be on their journey to being wise. Um, before I go into some of the highlights of Stacking Benjamin's podcast, I, I wanted to share with you how I got on the show and actually share with you a video that I sent to Joe after meeting him. So I went to FinCon and FinCon is a uh, an event where a bunch of financial influencers go, podcasters, uh, people that are TikTokers, YouTubers. It's a it's an awesome event where you get to meet some incredible people. And so I remember going there. And again, I have uh, relative to some of these people, a, a small YouTube channel, a small podcast, uh, and very much want to want to make a difference. And so I remember meeting Joe. 
And I, I'm a big fan of his. Like, I, I love the work that he's doing. And he's just, it's almost impossible not to know who he is if you're in this space. And so I remember just introducing myself to him and just just sharing gratitude. Like, thank you for the work that you're doing. And, and I asked him some some advice about what I can do in, in our podcast. And, and one of the things that he said is just like, don't worry about what other people say. Like, be authentic and just speak your truth. And I know you have to take that with a grain of salt, but like being authentic is the way to go. And, and so that's one thing that I'm really grateful for that he shared. Um, but he just like, we had that five, 10 minute interaction and I didn't see him the rest of the event. Um, cause it, he's just, he hosted a lot of things. He, he had, he was always had people around him. And so after the event is done, one of the things that I do, and, and trust me, I do not do this with any agenda behind. I just, I love leading with gratitude and reaching out. And so um, when I when I got back from Austin, I just just sent him a video, and I'm going to share this video and right right after we're done, and it's less than a minute, and it just is a gratitude message, and this is something that I do all the time, and guess what? It very 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 few times it leads to a direct like oh because you made this message I'm gonna like buy be a client of yours or be on your show but it's one one thing that I found is it's an amazing for building relationships and relationship capital is something that I that I value greatly and so from there one thing led to another and uh, I just get a, a random message one day saying hey can you be on the show uh, stacking Benjamin's show for you know the, the next recording is so and so date and I was just blown away and and it turned out to be one of the one of my favorite um, times of just being on a podcast, being interviewed. So I, I want to share this for a couple of reasons. Number one, uh, I hope this is encourages someone to think differently. And I also want to be the person that encourages you to take one step further and verbalize your gratitude for people in your life. It might not lead to anything tangible, but I promise you, you will have better relationships and, and doors will be open and it might be an indirect door, but you'll be like, how did this happen? Well, it's just because you you are having a season of being grateful for people, verbalizing that, being authentic. Don't don't be fake, be authentic, but you'll, you'll, you'll just see the power of that. So without further ado, check out my message to Joe and then check out the highlights uh, of some of the Stacking Benjamins. I look forward to hearing your thoughts on the full episode. And I just want to also thank everybody that has um, followed our journey, subscribes to the YouTube channel, comments. Like, I'm just so grateful for every one of you and excited to see what the future holds. This is Better Wealth with Caleb Williams. Hey, Joe, it's Caleb Williams here. I first of all have to say it was an honor meeting you. Thank you so much for taking time out of your day to connect with me, to talk with me. Um, I love what you guys are doing. It's someone that I, you look, I look up to you, but I don't look up to you in the way that you might think. Like, I, I love your show, but what I, what I most admire about you is the humility that you have and, and that you're super abundant and life-giving. Um, and that's something that I, I, I'm going to say this genuinely. You're a lot older than me. And when I'm your age, I hope to have the humility and the abundance that you have because uh, that translates and that means the world. And um, I'm, I'm in the financial industry and I've experienced some good. I've experienced a bad and I've experienced a lot of ugliness when it comes to scarcity and not wanting to share or seeing people as, as competitors. Um, and I think what you guys are doing and the person that you are is something that I really admire. So um, I'm, I'm looking forward to getting to know you better. I, I hope you get this message and I hope you have an amazing rest of your week. Take care. The gentleman behind the Better Wealth podcast who's here with us today. We're super excited that we finally have him. It's Caleb Williams. How are you, man? 
Hey, I'm doing incredible. You got my name right, and I might just have to trademark the whole Guacamole <laughs> Williams. So it's a ple- it's a pleasure to be here. I like that. That's a, it's got a ring to it, don't you think? It's memorable. It's memorable for sure. And you got to think with what you and I and Paula and Doc do. It's all about marketing, dude. So Caleb Guacamole Williams, I think, is a thing. So tell everybody about Better Wealth because you've got a heck of a YouTube channel. You seem to have a lot of fun. You uh, go after uh, Mr. Ramsey a little bit. Tell everybody about what you do. I I like to say I run a company called Better Wealth and uh, I look like I'm 15 years old. So if people would take a second look when they see me talking about money, but I'm a big fan of helping people live their best lives, taking back control over their wealth, being efficient uh, with, with money and really it comes down to living intentionally. And so my story in a nutshell was I worked in in a chicken farm. That was like my first job. Uh, Ended up working at a bank when I was 17 years old, took over the bank's investment department when I was 19. Uh, Realized that I didn't know anything about money. So I'm grateful for all the people that stuck with me uh, and just went on a journey, listened to people like you, uh, which was uh, uh, potentially a mistake in some areas. And I learned sense of humor. Hey, easy. <laughs> no, but with, with all joking aside, I, I love helping people with money and been impacted by people like Simon Sinek and realized that money has a lot to do with getting really clear on what you want, living intentionally and making sure that your money, time and relationships are backed up with that. And so it's an honor to be here. I'm, I'm 25 currently. Uh, our company works with people in all over the country. And so uh, we'll see what I can add to this subject. And you and I met at FinCon and, and there is a lot of wisdom between those two years, my friend. And if you're running the bank's investment department at, at what age? At 19 years old. Yeah. At 19 years old. I think that says a lot of things. I think it shows what the banking investment climate is like, but, it, but, it, but it also number two just shows, I don't know what a gift you have. And I'm so happy you could be here with us. Is it hard at 25 telling a 50 year old that they're doing things wrong with their money? Um, yes, I have learned the more I talk, the less my credibility went down. And so I learned how to ask good questions and, one thing that I can say, and, and maybe you experience in talking, I, I try to communicate more like someone in there. I'm going to say someone more experienced, uh, like you, Joe. And, Steve, whoa, I'm right here, man. <laughs> and and I just I try to ask good questions and get down to the root. And so, believe it or not, even when I was 19, 20, the age was really never an issue. I look like I'm 15 years old, but if you can get over that, I like to say that I try to seek first to understand. And when people feel understood they very much will trust you because you understand the things that keep them up at night. And majority of people that are 10 times smarter than me in the financial world don't take time to actually seek first, understand where their, their clients are actually laying in bed at night. They think they care about their spreadsheets and their theories. Caleb, I would think in, in, in your journey at, at, at your age, especially, I mean, this idea of location, I would think it'd be a great time for a guy like you to experiment with location to see, to Ryan's point, like, where is best for me? That's right. And I grew up in central Wisconsin. Uh, by the way, we did this whole virtual thing before it was actually cool. <laughs> so 21 years old, left the bank, which was in hindsight, I'm glad ignorance is bliss. And I moved into an office. It cost me $250 a month in the basement of a Papa John's building. Okay. Living at home, by the way, uh, helping people with money in the basement that didn't even have an elevator. And we did everything online. And I, I will say this, while I, I cringe at the, the humble beginnings, I'm so grateful for this thing called the internet. 
and was inspired that I'm like, I can help anybody, anybody, not just in this country, but anyone around the world that has an internet connection. And I will say right now, our head wealth coach is in somewhere, Spokane, Washington, out in the boondock, and they actually have Starlink as an internet connection. Wow, cool. And so, so that's, that's opened my eyes to this whole thing. But just to answer your question, I, I moved out to Denver, Colorado a couple of years ago and am really, really grateful for this concept of, of meeting new people. And I don't know if I'm going to raise a family out here, but Denver has been amazing for me and I very much enjoy the weather. You've seen so many people's financial situations. I was their brother. I remember I meet with 10 to 12, maybe 15 people a week and see their different financial situations. So I feel like you probably have the financial situation of a 40 year old. What is, (laughs) what's, what's some advice you'd tell yourself from five years ago? Yeah, I would tell myself to have more fun. When I was little, my parents did this thing called the blessing beans. And we would, anytime we did something really good, they would give us a bean. And I was the kid that they stopped the program and I had a bunch of beans that I accumulated, but never cashed them out. And I share that because I I feel like my tendency is just to accumulate. I've been saving a lot of money. I'm very into investing. And my fear is that I'm going to miss the whole reason why I'm motivated to begin with. So that would be the one thing that I would tell my 20 year old self is spend money on the things that you value and don't judge yourself. Caleb, you're on the other side of this. So I want to head back to you. When you hear Justin talk about the chrome wheels on the stroller (laughs) for you, how do you have those discussions now about where you're going to let loose? Like, tell me what that discussion looks like. I think it comes around to this concept of value-based spending. It's like, let's spend money on the things that we truly value. One of our co-founders, one of my best friends died of cancer a couple of years ago. And I'm telling you, like, I don't want to change the mood here, but that really woke me up. And I very much relate to um, Ryan Holiday as he talks about where you only have one life and know that it's like very temporary. And I think for me, what that does is it allows me to take a deep breath and say like, okay, I want to make sure that I'm doing the things that I truly value because I could be frugal in areas that are actually worse for myself, my health and the people around me. And so I think that has, like, I can say that, but living that out is key. Caleb, do you draw a line? You say that you're really frugal, but are you spending time investing in yourself, money investing in yourself? I I spend a ton of money investing in myself and hired a coach and I'm very, very big on that. I will also say this. I love what you guys are saying and articulating and a couple thoughts just from maybe the young, young kid and, and my thoughts and just looking at people and how they handle their money is an observation that I've made is majority of the way that people think about their money devalues them as a human being. And, and if you think about that, I know I just made up a word there, but it's like, man, if we are our greatest asset and everything good or bad, a lot of times we can point it back to ourselves and how we show up and our attitude and all that stuff. It's very interesting that a lot of our mindset around money, like we're doing the exact opposite and, and diversifying our ability to have an impact. And so that's one thing that I like, I love, love, love. And I would just encourage people to really lean in. And that's, the only reason I've been able to do what I've been able to do is like, that's the one thing I have done pretty consistently on and I'm so grateful for. And uh, it so far has been uh, treating me pretty well. Holy cow. Paula, did the 25 year old just drop the mic, say the best thing on the podcast so far? 
I, I the phrase diversifying away our Holy ability to make crap. an impact. Wow. Like what? Wow. I etched that one into my brain. Thank you so much for listening to the Better Wealth Podcast. It would mean the world to me if you could hit subscribe, leave a review, and share this with the people that you know and love.